0: Brother mm-hmm. Benjamin Mason. I'd first like to say that uh, I met Brother Benjamin down in Jessup, Georgia, about, I don't know, nine or 10 months ago. And I went to preach in his home church. His pastor is Justin Drowdy. And uh, I got to meet him and speak at their church. And they, they were a huge blessing to the, uh, the missions in this church and around the world. They gave a great offering. They helped uh, build uh, a dormitory for the orphans over in Cambodia. And uh, anyhow, Brother Benjamin is here this morning and he's accepted the call of God upon his life as an evangelist. Amen. And I recognize that gift and call it upon his life. And uh, I wanted to open the door for him to come and speak to us because I believe in the fivefold ministry. Amen. And I think every church needs to have more than just a pastoral office. And the church always, they need to have the apostle. They need to have the prophet. They need to have the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. Amen. The fivefold ministry will equip the church for the work of ministry. Amen. And it's not just, we shouldn't get used to just the pastoral office. There's way more than pastoral and teachers there's three more offices he's an evangelist he's a soul winner Mm -hmm. and uh, he has his wife Brittany with him today we're glad to have both of them and we're going to turn him loose give him a harvest time welcome this morning as he comes up well
1: I'll start off with this my name is Benjamin but that doesn't matter (laughs) That's right. The only name that matters in this house is the name of Jesus. Amen. That's right. Amen. Yeah, that's the way Amen. I see it. That's what He told me, and that's the way we're going to stick with it. Amen. i to give you guys just a little bit of background. If you can bear with me just a second, okay? Lord, let every every word come out of my mouth, be powered by Your Spirit, Lord. Yes. Yes. Amen. Lord, let find fertile grounds in the hearts and the minds of everybody in here. Lord, you know what I'm expecting. And Lord, I know I'm going to see In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm a retired staff Amen. sergeant out of the Army. Uh, it's a calling that I took, and I took it for a very bad reason. And we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I, met a, I met a man, and his name is Jesus. Amen. 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 And he told me, just like the woman at the well, he told me everything I ever done. Mm-hmm. He told me how evil and wicked I was. He told me how bad everything I did was. He told me how wicked every thought that was in my mind and in my heart was. And then he looked at me and he said, let me tell you about the prodigal son. He said, I want to tell you. He said, do you understand why that father stood up when he saw his son from afar off? Do you understand why he stood up and he ran to him? Brother Stacy, you know that in those days, in those villages, it was customary to shame and exile the prodigal child. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Jesus looked at me and he said, Hey, our Father ran to you. And he pulled a robe around you. Mm -hmm. And he put a ring on your finger. And he put shoes on your feet Mm -hmm. to cover your shame. Amen. So that you will never be exiled from me. Come on. Woo! Woo. I like that. Now he told me a long time ago, he said, I called you into evangelism. The day I got laid out in the spirit, (laughs) y'all. Two two and a half hours on that, I was on that floor, and all I could do was just thank Jesus for every aspect of my life. Didn't matter how big it was, how small it was. All I could do was just thank him for two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. When I went down, Mother Stacy, everybody was in the church. Pastor was praying over people. The worship worship team is still worshiping. When I got up, nobody was in the church but the pastor's father. and They were sitting there watching me. He even checked my postal code. (laughs) I said, Lord. (laughs) My pastor looked at me and he he said, uh, him him and one of the uh, the councils, he said, what's the calling God's calling you to? And I said, I don't know what it's called. I know it starts with an E. And they talk to people. Man, I didn't even know what God was calling me to. Here I am. I'm an evangelist. I didn't even know how to call it. Amen. That's right. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to tell you like this. My heart was seriously hell-bent on destruction. It really was. Amen. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to break loose, and I'm just going to go ahead and tell you: at the age of 18, I joined the army for one reason, one reason only, and that was to kill and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. That's how hard my heart was. But when Jesus laid me out, he said, wow. He took that heart of stone. That's right. And he turned it into a heart of flesh. Amen. And he filled it with love for people. He took something out of me where I couldn't stand to talk to people. I don't care how sweet that person was. I didn't want to talk to
2: them.
1: Mm-hmm. Come on. And he's filled me with his word to go up and tell you, Jesus loves you. That's right. Doesn't matter what you've done. That's right. That's Doesn't right. matter how far you've gone. That's right. This That's right. poor lady right here, I put her through hell. hmm I put, her, I put her through so much hell, she left me. And I looked through the Bible, and I said, Lord, give me the biblical reason to go ahead and give her the divorce she wants. For the next three months, God hid that reason. There's one reason, one reason only, and he hid it. And instead, he took the next three months and taught me how to love my bride. Amen. Hallelujah. See, it's Hallelujah. not about me. It's not about Pastor Stacy. It's about the One who has came and gave and shed every drop of blood for you and for me. Hallelujah. That's right. Hallelujah. That's right. Come on. That's what it's that's about. Right. <laughs> but today, that's not what I come to tell you. I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> today, I want to come and I want to talk to you about warfare. We as Christians, we need to know what warfare is about. We need to have know how to fight the battles that Satan brings against us. Mm -hmm. So I take, and every time I I go to get a word, I say, "Lord, I need the word." I don't go listening to other preachers. Mm -hmm. I don't go listening to other evangelists. I get my quiet time. I lock the door. I tell my wife, "Don't knock on that door. Leave me alone." (laughs) (laughs) And I say, "Lord, give me the word." And this is the word he gave me today. War with the remnant. And I'm going to open up in Revelations 12 and 7. And that's where we're going to start this out. Amen. Lord, anoint my lips. Say amen when you're there. Amen. Amen. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. The dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail. Nor was there a place for them in heaven any longer. The great dragon was cast out. The ancient serpent called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world, has been cast down to the earth, and his angels were cast down with him. See, for generations, many people have overthrown and overtaken kingdoms, and I mean flat out kingdoms of thousands and millions of people. And they do this by removing the head of the authority. Mm -hmm. They would destroy the king in a mockery before they even killed him. They took any and all authority he might have had, and they'd sit there and just pick it apart with mockery. A lot of the times they would parade him in the streets in front of everybody, just picking at him, cutting him here and there, just everything they could do to pull any ounce of authority out of them. And then they would declare that that kingdom is theirs and, that, and under the authority of the aggressors. Mm-hmm. You see, in a similar fashion, Satan has tried to throw overthrow heaven. He couldn't do it. You know, that joker even had the gall to say that I will. Mm-hmm. I will. Pay attention to what it says. I will. Mm-hmm. He didn't say we will. He said I will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will ascend to heaven, exalt my throne above the stars, that I will sit on the mount of congregations and that he, I will be like the most high. Boy, how stupid was he? Mm-hmm. Now this is an angel. Today. Now pay attention, y'all. This is an angel that his body, when he walked, literally worshipped God. He was created to worship. He was made to be like the morning star. Mm-hmm. And yet he threw it away.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Threw it away because he wanted to be like the most high. He wanted to exalt his throne above the most high. Anybody in this room knows that you cannot do that. Amen. There's one exactly. God and one God only. Right. Right. Now he is past, he is present, he is future, he is always and forever. Amen. 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 Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You see, Satan failed to dethrone the king of kings and the Lord of lords because he could not do this and he couldn't uh, overthrow the kingdom. He's now set his sights on you. That's right. Yeah, that's he right. set his sights on me. That's yeah. right. In Revelations 12 and 17... We find that the, that the old dragon has gone to make war with the remnant of her offspring. Those who keep the commandments of God and the testimony of Jesus, that's, that's us, guys. Mm-hmm. He's come to wage war against us. That's right. And when you started speaking about battling the war, I said, Lord, I couldn't plan this better myself. That's right. <laughs> Lord, oh, man, I couldn't line this up no better than myself, brother Stacey. Right. It just couldn't happen. That's right. Now, hey, I'm going to take a scroll on real quick. You start talking about peace. I'm going to tell you, let me just put this out for you right now. These altars, anytime I speak, they're always open. While I'm talking, afterwards, it doesn't matter. Because if God moves, you need to move. Them. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Amen. Where I had absolutely no peace. None. I have a dog. And he's the first dog, hunting dog that I've ever had, that I've trained as a house dog. He's black-mouthed cart. He's a hog dog. I trained him as a house dog. Well, that was my PTSD dog. I spent three and a half years in Iraq in combat, and I had a PTSD dog. Before him, my wife would tell me that I would wake up, and I'd be on one, one fist on the bed, and I'd be over with my other fist drawn back, and I didn't even know about it. Well, with Jake, my dog, he would lay on my back anytime my body would start shaking, and my wife would tell me I just stopped shaking. <coughs> Now, my poor Jake, he don't have a job. He just runs around the yard because God has taken every bit of PTSD out of me. I sleep perfectly like a baby all through the night. I don't have any nightmares. I have nothing, but I have a peace that surpasses all understanding. Amen, 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 good. Let me put it like this. My wife told me this morning when we we was getting ready. She said, I don't know how you're so calm. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Stacy said, if it was me, I'd be on my knees praying, God, I'd be able to do the point of throwing up. Well, here's the thing so we all were given a piece that surpasses all understanding. Amen. It's your choice whether you walk in it or not. That's right. Come on. That's right. So he gave it to me. on, okay. Come on. Okay. Well, let me tell you something. If Brother Stacy hands me his Bible, to ma'am, and he says, This is my gift to you, I'm going to say, Oh, thank you. And I'm going to walk with it. I'm not just going to put it down and not use it. He gave it to me. That's right. Right? Amen. That's right. Come on, man. So my peace is not of my own. It's not of flesh. It's not of men. It's of God. Amen. Amen. And I love it. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lord, thank you for that, Squirrel I love you. I mean, that great. That's right. Come on. Now, watch this. Let's get back to this. Here's what Satan's come to do. He's come to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. He's come to sift you as wheat. Mm -hmm. He's come to shake us so forcefully that it might force us out of our faith. That's right. That's right. That's what he does. That's right. He does this in an attempt to stop the kingdom of heaven from prevailing and adding others to the fold of the Good Shepherd. Amen. Come on. That's right. That's his goal. Yeah. He can't be in heaven no more, so he don't want you to go up there. That's right. He don't want you to be at peace. He don't want you to walk with Jesus on streets of gold. And when I get there, I was telling my wife last night, when I get there, I'm pretty sure I got a nice cabin in the woods with, with a hammock there where I can just sit there in peace. Just That's swear right. Yeah. 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 I believe he knows me. I know that. I believe he knows what I what I like. Yeah. yeah. Come on. See, Noah says, Satan's figured out that he's failed overthrowing the authority. Okay, this to what I said. The authority of Jesus. See, because it was Jesus that was given all authority in, in all the heaven and all the earth. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. See, so if Jesus was given the authority in all the heaven and all of earth, then He's the authority over me. That's, That's right. right. And if He can break that, then He's got me. <clears throat> he's yeah. come to destroy that authority. Good work. He's come. Because he can't break that authority, he's come to try to separate me from my salvation. That's right. Uh-huh. Will God ever take his gift of salvation from me? No. no. Oh, Mm-mm. God, no. That's right. But just like what I was telling you, telling you about with the Bible, I can set it down and walk away from it. That's, That's right. right. Come, on. come on. Come on. That's right. That's Satan's goal. Amen. That's right. That's what he wants. He wants me to walk away from God. That's right. And when, when I do that, the second I do that, and I live for Satan in the world, I'm destroyed forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody in this room and in, in this church, we are eternal souls. We will live forever. That's right. That's right. People chase immortality, but guess what? You are you immortal. That's, That's right. right. That's right. The That's thing right. about it is when we die here, we will go to either heaven or hell. Yeah. That's, That's right. right. And I don't care how old or how young you are, this message is for everybody. That's right. We don't get to choose on the day we die. <laughs> Where we go. That's right. We have to make that choice here and now, Brother Stacy. That's right. We have to walk it out. Yeah, yeah. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. That's See, I've right. got to take the hand of the man that said, I forgive you, and I cover all your shame, and I have That's to right. walk with him. Come on. That's right. It's a walk. It's yeah. a walk. That's see where right. I was an agent of Satan, and I walked hand in hand with Satan and did his work. Yeah. Now I'm a warrior for God. Now Amen. I walk up to people that are in in addictions because I've dealt with them myself, right. and I look at them and I tell them, "You can be free." Amen. That's Amen. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. I'm free of addictions. Amen. 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 I'm free of that hatred that was in me. Yes. 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 Praise the Lord. You see, he does. He he knows that he's doomed. He's doomed to eternal damnation in the lake of fire. That's right. He wants nothing more to take you, 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 all of us to hell with him. That's right. That's true. And so what he does is he schemes and he plots to destroy and remove the authority of Jesus out of this world and over us. This is how he does it. See, he knows that there's no hopes and attacks, so he tries to trip you up. And I pray every last one of these that I call out. I pray that people get delivered from it today. Amen. Now. That's right. See, because Jesus said that my salvation is now. Amen. The time of my salvation is now. It's not tomorrow. It's not ten years down the road. It's now. Amen. That's right. See, he attacks you by instilling doubt of God's word. Just like he did with Eve in the garden. That's a hard, that's a hard attack right there. That's right. Mm -hmm. He attacks you by instilling fear. Stopping you from moving into what God has called you to do. That's right. He attacks you by instilling hatred in your heart. Mm-hmm. And people are pretty good with hiding hatred. Yeah, yeah,
0: they
1: are. That's right. Come on. That's right. Good word. I'm gonna touch on that one a little bit because I was hatred. Touching. That was my name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna touch on that one real quick. See, Jesus said you have heard of heard from old times, thou shalt not commit murder. But assuredly I tell you that if you hold harbor hatred in your heart towards your brother, then you have committed murder That's of the right. heart. That's That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. See, I don't have to walk up and shoot you dead in your face or walk up and cut your heart out in order to commit murder. All I have to do is hate you. Mm-hmm. And I've committed murder. That's right. Come on. Yeah. My God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all hearing me? Mm-hmm. They Come just got to go out of everybody. Amen. That's right. It has to go. Got to go. You see, he attacks us. And <sighs> he attacks us by instilling suicidal thoughts and actions Into us. That's right. He does that because we remind him of who he was. That's right. What he was. Where he was. And he hates every last one of us for it. That's That's right. right. Come on. That's That's true. That's good. He attacks you by confusing your sexual identity because it destroys what God has made to be perfect. Mm -hmm. That's That's right. right. Mm -hmm. He attacks us. Come he attacks us by isolating us in order to silence the voice of God and stopping the guidance of the saints. Amen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. There's two types of isolation. Two types. One is from the devil himself for those specific reasons. The second and the best one is when God calls you to get alone with him okay. so that he can work on you. That's right. So that he can remove things that need to come out of you. That's right. That's so that he can give you a word such as this. Amen. That's the only isolation you ever want. Amen. That's right. That's right. He attacks you by holding you in bondages of sickness and infirmities in order to handle your faith.
2: Come
1: on. That's, right. That's right. You see, if he can turn your eyes, my eyes, my eyes, and my heart from our precious Lord, then he can talk us into disobeying
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Jesus said if you love me you'll do as I command right that's right see our faith is not just a a faith of believing in faith we're actually called to do it that's right all throughout the bible we're told to do his work that's right amen right that's true Jesus says don't do that but yet Satan says go ahead Satan in this world says Live your best life now. But Jesus says, now watch this. Whoever will save his life will lose it. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I lost my life. (laughs) I lost my life of hatred and violence and a whole bunch of other stuff that I just don't want to say. Amen. (laughs) Come on. But Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Mm -hmm. I I can stand here confidently, Brother Stacy, and tell you, that my life has been saved. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. Yeah. Right. Okay. Amen. Amen. Now, I need uh, everybody in here, old and young, I need y'all to listen to me real close on this one. See, Satan can only succeed in these attacks if you allow him. <clears throat> you literally have to allow yeah. yeah. him. You Yeah. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that it is written that if you love the world and the things of it, then you are in enmity with God and you're an enemy of God. That's right, that's right. If you don't know what enmity means, it means that you are a state of being actively opposed or hostile to someone or something. And the crazy thing is, you don't even have to know that you're doing it. That's right. Mm-hmm. You can be going according to the ways of man, but be completely hostile to God and not even know it. Yeah, it right. might seem good and feel good and feel right? Right? Doesn't the scripture say that there is a way to demand to see what's right, yet it leads to destruction? Yeah, right. We're hostile to God. Yeah. If you don't know what an enemy is, and hopefully everybody does, <laughs> is one seeking to injure, overthrow, or confine an opponent. Mm. I don't want to injure God. And a lot of people say, well, you can't injure God. Yes, you can. The scripture flat out say that you can grieve His Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's an injury to God. I don't want to overthrow God. I want to sit at his feet and continue to learn from him, brother says. Amen. 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 A lot of people have asked me, hey, I attention close to this one. A lot of people ask me, they said, where would you get your ordination? Where would you go to school? How did you come to be an evangelist? Well, okay, I'll put it like this. Did you know that I studied at... Hard Knox Life University? Yeah. <laughs> I graduated with a right. master's. That's right. And now, Brother St. I, I sit at the master's feet. And I study every day long, all day long, every day, at the Holy Ghost University. Yeah. Amen. And, Amen. See, Amen. That's why I can sit here and I can tell you all of this and you know that I'm telling you the truth because your spirit is bearing, bearing witness. Amen. That's right. Amen. For the Amen. ones that are lost, guess what? It's coming where your, your spirit will bear witness. That's right. I'm speaking that over you now. Amen. Now, I need y'all to understand that this is not a saying that you must live a life of poverty and that you can't have nothing. It's not what this is saying. Matter of fact, Satan will use that as an attack to tell you and to keep you away from the blessings of God. Because the word says that he will give you wealth and blessings without the added right. Uh-huh. So obviously, that doesn't mean that you can't have nothing. That's right. Right? That's right. This is to say that we must separate ourselves from the worldly desires and set our desires on the word of God and the things of kingdom. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's good. For it is written, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be given to you. That's exactly what he's talking about. Things, clothing, food. Mm -hmm. Got what I'm saying? But I don't know about y'all. I don't want to be an enemy of God in the morning. I was His enemy, and that's not good. Mm-hmm. That's right. See, you don't have to be an enemy of God, and you dang sure don't have to be a friend of this world. That's right. you You be a friend of this world if you want to. But I'm here to stomp on your toes. I hope somebody's got mm-hmm. some steel toes. I promise you this much: while I was while I was uh, writing this down, I wore my steel toes <laughs> some of it hurt. Jesus said that he's given us power Mm -hmm. y'all understand that Mm -hmm. he's given us a power to destroy and overcome the world Mm -hmm. the things of it and the things in it brother Mm -hmm. Mm Stacy Jesus said I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven behold I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over the powers of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you nevertheless do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your name is written in heaven. I want to focus on a certain little part right here. If you want to know where that is, it's Luke 10 and 18. But I'm going to focus on one little part of that passage. And that's the part that gives us authority to tread on scorpions and and, and serpents. You see, the meaning of tread literally means (coughs) to step on or walk on so I'm going to read that passage again in a different way, and I hope that it hits people other way in, in a different way. That's right. Y'all ready for this? Uh, mm-hmm. Lord. Let it hit, it hit Lord. Mm-hmm. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on serpents and scorpions and to step over the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Amen. Amen. You want to bring that warfare to me if you want to? I'm just going to step. Here. That's, right. That's, That's, right. Right. That's, That's right. what he said. Right. As we say in South Georgia, you best get to stepping. Uh-huh. Right. Go on and walk it out. <laughs> See, because I'm going to walk on these, 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 these scorpions and these serpents that come right. against me That's to try right. to bring damage to not only me but my family. That's right. But I'm also going to step over anything that he might bring. Because yeah. he has no power over me. That's right. Come right on now, that's good. And watch this now. People ask me where my heart is, and I've already touched on this just a little bit. And they've asked me where I come from and what my desire is. Can I tell y'all real quick? Will y'all give me that opportunity go to ahead. do so? Yeah. Come on. I got a couple knives over here, and everybody <laughs> in the room is like. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> come on. God's removed the heart of stone filled with anger, hate, violence, and chaos from me, and He's given me a heart of flesh with love for people. You see, my heart and my life is set on God and the things of God. Amen. I have no option. There's nothing in my body that says don't follow Him. That's right. It's not there anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Amen. It's just not. And when I say that, I'm, that my heart and my life is set on the things of God... It's not just God, give me, give me, give me, give me. No, I want to seek God so close, and I want to follow Him so close that just like Moses, I have to cover my face because I shine so bright. Amen. 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 That's That's what I want. That's right. I want to walk closer than Him, than any man has ever walked. That's right. Come on. That's good. You see, God sent Michael to get the body of Moses. I want him to send Michael to get me. That's right. I don't even want to hit the dirt. (laughs) That's the truth. Here's what I've come for. I've come for the lost. I've come for the hurting. I've come for the suicidal. I've come for the ones that are bound in fear, for the hopeless and the confused, and I've come for the angry ones. Mm -hmm. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Well, see, at first I said, I've come for the lost. And God said, I ought to whoop you because you just put me in a box. Mm I can't do that. I can't put strict restrictions on God. See, even though my heart cries for souls, he says there's people that's backslapping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've got to open it up for them too. Right. There's people that are ashamed. You've got to open it up for them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lord forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> so I've come for everybody. Come get them. I'm gonna ask y'all, what have y'all come here for? Amen. Amen. I'm gonna hit you hard right now. What have you what have you come for? Did you come because church is like a country club Mm -mm. for you? Mm -hmm. That's right. Did you come because you don't like being alone and you just rather be around people and you don't know where else to go on a Sunday morning? Mm -hmm. Come on. Mm. I know why you're here. I'm pretty sure half this congregation knows why you're here. And I know that I'm speaking to somebody right now. You're here because God has predestined you to be here. That's right you are here because God has pulled 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 on your heart and tugged on you to be here. Right. Amen. We are a body. That's right. That's right. So when Pastor Stacy moves, the congregation moves with him. That's right. Now watch this, just like in our church, it doesn't matter if the pastor, pastor's not the only one that can move in our church. That's right. Forgive me if I'm, if I'm, if I'm wrong here. Yeah, come on. But if God calls me to go this way and I say, Pastor, come on, he'd he come yeah. with you. I promise you, he comes with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so does the rest of the congregation. If I say, Pastor, that one needs his foot washed. Mm-hmm. We break out the jug, and we break out the basin, and we wash together. That's what the body of Christ is supposed to do. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So what have you come here for today? To just sit here because you're lonely? Mm-hmm. I hope not. If you are, we need to have a talk. I used to hate people touching me. I didn't want my kids touching me. That's the truth. I barely let my wife touch me. But now I love to hug people. Mm-hmm. So if you're lonely, come up here. I'll give you a hug right now. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm dead serious. I believe that God's given me the passion to hug people because a hug can do so much. That's right. Amen. They can say, "Hey, man, I got you. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, you're okay. That's right.
1: Hey, I love you. Hey, just just stay right here. I'll hold you while you cry. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's I'm right. Come on." You. That's what a hug does. Yeah. Mm. My God, my God. Hallelujah. I've come to cry out to you that your warfare has ended. Mm -hmm. You doubt me? Isaiah 41 said, I've come to cry or cry out to all of Israel that your warfare is ended and that your iniquity has been pardoned. You only need to receive your pardonship today. Amen. Amen. Just receive it. He's already done it. That's Right. right. He's already given it to you and stop living under constant defeat of Satan that has no power over you. That's right. That's what right. i come to cry out. Jesus said, while he was hanging on the cross, it's finished. Mm-hmm. And I need y'all to get this right down deep, deep inside of you that you do not have to accept the attacks of Satan. You don't have to even stand there and fight him. That's right. You just got to stand on the platform of victory that yeah. Jesus gave you over 2,000 years ago. Yeah, that's right. Stand Amen. there. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's Amen. right. He brings an attack attack against you. Somebody in here has got to get it in their heart that when he brings this attack, all you got to do is just stand there and say, do you not know who my father is? That's right. That's right. Amen. That's right. That's the truth. Yeah. Stop fighting him and start standing in victory.
2: Amen.
1: You're getting messages. (laughs) I can see your phone on here. I've come to cry out, you make straight a highway for our God in the deserts of your heart. We need to submit every aspect to him. See, we can't get over even offense without submitting it to God. When we submit it to God, he'll take it. And you'll never have to bear that again. Unless you pick it up. And at that point, buddy, that, that was a bad mistake. You got what I'm telling you? Because straight is the narrow, or straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leads unto life. Mm -hmm. And few there be that find it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Are y'all going to find it today? Amen. 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 Are you going to find it? See, I'm going to touch on that narrow road right there. See, a lot of people think that that broad road that people are going down, and that wide gate, they think that's the road going to heaven. See, if I was Satan, I wouldn't advertise my broad road going to hell. I wouldn't be telling you we're going to hell and I'm going to burn you forever and the worms will never die. I'm not going to tell you any of that. I'm going to tell you this road leads to heaven. And I'm going to make it look good. I'm going to make it smell good. I'm going to make it taste good. I'm going to give you everything you ever wanted as long as it takes you away from him and gets you down here with me. That's right. That's right. I'm Satan's thought process. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? So I'm going to ask, you, are you seeking the narrow road? or if are you on the broad road and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Good work. <clears throat> I've come to cry out to let every valley be lifted up and every mountain be made low. Mm-hmm. To let the rough ground become a plain. In case you don't know what a plain is, I do because I came from the plains of Kansas. That's where I was raised. <laughs> it ain't nothing but open fields of green grass. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's a sight that I'll never forget no matter where I go in the world. And rough places a plain. And then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Mm-hmm. See, it says that all flesh shall see it together. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And so I know it to be true. That's right. I know it to be true. I want to get on a deeper level with you, Bill. I left a job. I'll say I left a six-figure-a-year job to come out because God has called me into evangelism. I left it. And it was so easy to do it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you won't go deep. We stay shallow. The shallower I stay, the easier it is. The shallower I stay the less I have to do. Mm -hmm. The shallower I stay, the less it hurts. I was a heavy equipment technician for Hanson Caterpillar. I worked on bulldozers, heavy equipment. Bulldozers, excavators, haul trucks, any kind of heavy equipment I worked on. And we have a saying in that field. It's called go deeper. Mm -hmm. See, because the symptom might be this, but the problem's over here. Mm -hmm. And if I don't go deeper, I can't get to the problem, and that symptom will always remain.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: so that's why I have to sit here and I have to continue to go deeper with you guys mm-hmm. I have to continue to go deeper with my with our children I even go deeper with my wife and I get on a very high level with myself
2: mm-hmm.
1: because if I can't go deep with myself and tell myself hey you're messed up this is wrong yeah, then I can't tell you guys that's so, right <clears throat> yeah. Amen. Good. Amen. I woke up on a Saturday morning and every Saturday I can tell you where I am, what I'm doing. I'm in my truck, I'm going to get my big 32 ounces of coffee before anybody <laughs> says anything about coffee. <laughs> coffee is a sweet nectar sent <laughs> straight from heaven, Amen. okay? It is a bean that is ground up and waters around through it and that's it, yeah. okay? Thank you, Lord, for coffee. appreciate it. <laughs> but every Saturday morning I get in my truck. And I go get 32 ounces of coffee. I love it. It's awesome. I can literally, before anybody says I'm addicted, no, I I promise you. I just like the taste of it. I go get my coffee every Saturday morning, Brother Stacy. And I drive around town for a couple hours, just by myself. Worship music playing. And then I pull back on our yard, or back in our driveway, and I go around the house, go around the shop, around the barn, and I pull up to our bar, and I just sit there. Quiet, and I listen. I said "Okay, God, what are you telling me today?" But I remember this one Saturday morning, I woke up in a, in a deep sweat because I had a dream that, and every time I've only had like two, but every time I have what I call a God dream, it's so vivid that I, I literally wake up and I'm just, I just—I was just there, like it, I just went through that. And I had a dream that my wife and I and my children, we were in this man's kitchen. And we were laughing and joking and playing around. You know, this was back when I used to smoke. But it was great. It was the most beautiful house I've ever seen in my life. And that's the truth, but all of a sudden, something started bothering me. And I I knew I had to get me and my family out of that house. And I kept telling my wife, honey, something's not right, we gotta go. It's just not right. Something's not right. we got to go. And finally she looked at me. She said, go if you want to, but I'm staying right here. This dude's funny. And I tried several more times after that. And finally I threw up my hands and I said, fine. You want to stay here, you stay here. But I'm leaving. I got up and I walked out. And I heard the voice of the Lord tell me, go back and get you right." Pay attention to what I'm saying right here. He said, go back and get your bride. Mm -hmm. So when I turned around to go back and get her, it was a war field. Mm -hmm. Nothing but craters. It was like I was walking through the most god-awful, ugly landfill with craters everywhere. And I was crawling down, or walking down, and I was crawling up these craters. And when I finally got to the back of the house, the house was the biggest piece of junk falling down ramshackle house I've ever seen in my life but the only room that looked good was that kitchen Mm -hmm. Mm. that's it and my wife who cannot stand the smell of cigarette smoke she hates it I know because I put her through that hell for a long time she's sitting there smoking a cigarette with this man Mm. and I broke out in tears this was after I woke up because I woke up right then and I broke out in tears to go get my coffee. I said, Lord, why'd you show me that? Don't let my family be destroyed. And I remember it vividly. He said, Now you know just a slight portion of my pain when my children refused to get out of the devil's den. Mm, mm, mm boy rocked me. And I told my wife about it. And she said, I I noticed that every time you have a dream like this, it's always with your family because God knows how much you love us. Man. I said, good Lord. Didn't even know we were sitting in the den of the devil. That's how sly that joker is. Uh See, God's given us the gift of discernment. And that's the truth. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't give us the gift of discernment to see that something is just blatantly wrong no he's given us the gift of discernment to discern in between God's word God's will God's way and the counterfeit that is so close to it mm-hmm. yeah. that's what discernment is about he's that close and a lot of people are so wrapped up in everything that Satan has for them that they think they're with God And they're not. I was there. That's right. I was there. I was praying. I said, Lord, how do I call people to you? He said, You don't. You go and you be the light. You bring my word, and I'll do the work. That's right. I said, I get it. I understand and then he gave me this he said no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him to me and he said you tell them like this that if you feel that pull if you feel a drawing telling you that you need to get your life right with God if you feel that you need to get everything that you have ever done under the blood of Christ, then that is literally a personal invitation from God to you. Amen. Amen. To come and be saved. That's right. It's a personal invitation from God to you. That's right. That's good. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you, even though I'm not done talking for a second, <laughs> if you're feeling that pull, that altar's always open. If you've done something that you know that God won't allow you to do it, you feel ashamed, get up and come down here anyway. There's a reason for that. See, because the body of Christ is to build up, exhort, exonerate our brothers and sisters. That's, right. That's what we're going to do. You're feeling weak, it's okay, we'll pick you up. We That's, got right. You. That's right. Amen. Amen. We're not going to sit here and hold you in condemnation. That's what the devil does. So that's right. That's right. God that's right. will convince you of your sins. Yeah. The devil will condemn you of your sins. Come on. Come on. That's right. So let me tell you something. If you're feeling it, get up. Come on. I ain't going to stop. I ain't going to stop. It. Never will. And see why? It says Jesus said, "To rejoice that your name is written in heaven." I'm going to ask you right now. I don't care who you are. I don't care if, it, if it's Pastor Stacy. I don't care who you are. Is your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen.
1: And see, the Word says that I can be assured that my name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. I don't have to guess, wonder, or ponder. Well, I don't know. Well, maybe I don't know. Well, let me ask. You, let me tell you this. If that's your mindset, and that's what you were thinking when I asked you that question, then you're in danger of eternal damnation. That's right. And that's the truth. If your name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that is where we will go if we do not turn around. Amen. And that's the truth. That's true. Like the old song says, a highway to hell. That's right. The that's the truth, y'all.
0: Yeah, that's right. Amen. <laughs>
1: I'm going to put it like this. I'm going to hit you with this and then I'm going to open these offers up to you. Who in here is counterfeit? Of course, nobody's hands will go up. I can say that I was. Sure. See, because in the book of Genesis it says that God created man in his image. In his image he has created man and woman. It's it's like a little coin, right? When the Pharisees and Scribes asked Jesus, "Is it right to pay Caesar's taxes or not?" He said, "Bring me a denarius." So they brought him a denarius. If you don't know what that is, it's a golden coin with uh, with, with Caesar's image on it. He said, "Whose image and inscription is on this coin?" And they said, "It's Caesar's." He said, "Then render unto Caesar's what is Caesar's, and render unto God what's God's." That's right. And see, he didn't just ask for the image; he asked for the inscription too. And the inscription said, "A." a, a Oh Lord, I can't remember what it says in Greek, but I'll tell you what it says. It says God Augustus Caesar. Mm-hmm. That's what the inscription on the marsh says. So is there any counterfeits in here? See, because we all bear the image of God. But do you bear the inscription of God? Mm-hmm. He did say that he will write his word on our hearts and in our minds. Amen. That is what he said. And if we bear His image, but we don't bear His inscription, we're counterfeit. That's right. That's right. Come on. That means that every aspect of our life has to line up with His word. That's right. That's right. You don't have to sit here and try to force it. When He convicts you of it, you stand up and say, "Yes, Lord I, say, Lord, I crucify that right now. I give it to You, Lord, and He'll take it from you." That's right. And see, I believe that there's people in this house right now. I don't know y'all. I've never met y'all. I've met Brother Stacy. I know my, I know my wonderful bride. Mm-hmm. Thank God. <laughs> but I know somebody in this house got something they got to get under the blood of Christ. Amen. See, when we put it under the blood of Christ, it's gone. That's it. That's right. That's right. That's right. When we come to Christ and we get at his feet and we say, Lord, I have sinned against you. See, our sins are not against the world. Our sins are not against each other. Our sins are against God. That's right. And we get on our knees and say, Forgive me, Lord. The Lord is just to forgive. That's right. He will take your sins, and He will cast them as far as the east is from the west. That's right. He will cast them into the sea of forgetfulness. That's right. Never to be brought back up again. Amen. 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 And say we have an issue with meeting the people, especially us men that have not had a good male role model in our lives. I can tell you this. I come from a house where I watched my dad run over my mom with the car while I was drunk. Didn't even try it. I didn't have a good male role model. My dad taught me how to work and work only. He never taught me nothing about love. But my father, pay attention to what I said, my father, Taught me how to love. That's right. Amen. My father taught me. And he used her to do it. Mm -hmm. See, our Father in heaven is not like a man on this earth that will hurt you. Our Father in heaven taught me, of all people, how to cry. The day he confirmed that I was an evangelist was at a thing called Trace Dias. It's called Three Days with God. No electronics, no nothing, just you and a bunch of men with God. Mm-hmm. And we were singing a song, uh, Open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain. And I just started bursting out in tears. It was ugly crying. I was drying up snot. Everything. And he says, son, that is the floodgates. Mm-hmm. That is the rain. So when you preach, when it happens, don't stop it. Right. Let it flow. That's that right. Hand. Amen. That's right, Amen. Amen. brother. I don't care what kind of role model you had, whether it was good or bad, God's a better one. Amen. Right. Amen. God is so Amen. much better. Amen. Yes, He is. That's right. Amen. I was so violent, I threw my son down a, down a flight of stairs one time. And now my son is mm-hmm. one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. He goes anywhere with me, and I go anywhere with him. Mm-hmm. That's anyway. my best friend. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 See, where I was that bad role model that my father was, or my dad was, my father, <coughs> he said, Walk <coughs> with your son. <coughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Hug him. Tell him you love him. Cry with him. Hold him. My God, my God. God. That's the difference between a man and God. Yeah, yeah. Good. I will never end a message without giving an altar call. Somebody in here is full of hate. I don't know who you are. Nobody in here cares that you're ashamed. They want you free from it. Somebody in here is always afraid. I don't know who you are. I know you're in here though. Somebody in here is afraid to come to God and say, I submit my life to you. To that person, I can tell you it is the best decision I've ever made in my life. Amen. Amen. It is... I can tell you that I can stand right here and I can look Satan dead in the face and tell him, You have no power or authority over me. Mm -hmm. And not nothing you bring against me, my wife, my children will ever prosper. That's right. Amen. You might bring it to us, but it stops right here. That's right. There's people in this house that suffer with generational curses. I know I dealt with one. So bad it even jumped on my daughter. That generational curse had to stop with me and my daughter. Mm -hmm. It can't go past me. It cannot go past me no more, and it will no longer have any control or its claws into my children or anybody in my lineage. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because I've been given the power to rebuke it, bind it. Amen. That's right. I'm going to quietly step to the side because at this point I've told you everything that God's told me to tell you. Mm-hmm. A lot of pastors will say, every head bowed, never eye closed. But guess what? I'm not a pastor, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like this Jesus said that if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you to my Father. That's right. If you deny me in front of men, mm-hmm. then I will deny you to my Father. That's right. Amen. Now's your time. These altars are open. I don't want anybody to go to hell. I don't want any blockages or stumbling blocks to be in front of you that will make you stumble and stay there. So all of this has to go. Hatred, violence, discord, uh, uh, offense. It's all got to go. Amen. Now's your time. And if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or if you've fallen away, let me talk to the ones that, that, that might have backslid. And you think, oh, well, I was there once, but I backslid. I'm going to tell you all like this, whoever you are. Everybody asks me, what's your favorite scripture? I don't have a favorite scripture. I have a favorite chapter, and that's the 14th chapter of Hosea. And it starts out with the return to your Lord thy God. O Israel, for thou hast fallen by thine iniquity. But in verse 4 is when God starts speaking. He said, I will heal. Pay attention to this. Wrap it into your in that deep down inside of you. He said, I will heal. i forgive. Heal mm-hmm. their backsliding. Mm-hmm. And I will love them freely for mine anger is turned from them. Mm-hmm. So if you're backsliding, it's time to come home. Amen. Amen. He loves you. He loves you so much that he brought us out the south towards the boy. All the way up here to the mountains, or well, foothills, whatever you call them. <laughs> it's prettier ground than where we come from. I'll put it out there. All right? He loves you so much, he sent me up here to tell you all of this. Amen. If you've never received him, now's the time. Don't wait, don't tarry. And this is the reason why this beautiful lady that sits right here, that has been by my side for 14 years, she was sick was sick one day. And I was getting ready to take her to the emergency room because she was running at almost 103-degree temperature. And she was mm. on the restroom, and I was standing there getting ready, brushing my hair, waiting for her. And we were talking. All of a sudden she went silent. And I turned and I looked over. And she was leaned up against the wall, dead. Mm. No heartbeat. She wasn't breathing. Mm. Mm. So I drove her off that toilet and I did everything the military taught me. And I was doing CPR mouth-to-mouth, everything I could to bring her back. I couldn't do it. And I screamed like a child. I said, God, save my bride. And I watched her body bounce off that floor like somebody hit with a full for of electricity. And she said, I could hear you, but I couldn't do anything. In a blink of an eye, my bride was gone. One of the biggest lies Satan will ever tell anybody is that you got more time. It's okay, have fun. you got time. No, you don't. You're not even guaranteed the next second and my wife proved that to me.. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Don't wait to get the sins and, and, and what you call emotions under under the blood of Christ. Don't wait to come to him. Ever. you can walk out that door and get hit by a car. You can sit right here and suffer a, a, a widowmaker heart attack and be gone. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. That is my heart's cry. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Yeah. I've ended so many lives. I know what it's like for them to watch their soul leave their body. Don't let me see it again. Please, don't, don't make me see it again. Get up. It's time. y'all these altars are open for you I've said what I've had to say what's left is between you and God